With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on. Talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on. From the NFL to the NBA. MLB and college hoops do it all day. College football, we know who's number one. Understand, on the phones, you know we get it done. So call in 718-664-9098, and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay Today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor. It is a great Monday after a great sports weekend in March. We'll get you caught up with the Combine, March Madness. Ray, I got to tell you, I was impressed by this weekend. I was finding new loves or falling in love again. Deontay Wilder in boxing on Showtime. We got a heavyweight from Brooklyn who's trying to unify the title. You had Black Panther, 65 million, number one in the box office, third week in a row. And then you had Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars, which was actually pretty entertaining. And uh, what is it? The Shape of Water won. And my man, Gary Oldman, who's one of my top five best actors of all time. And in the 90th year history, you had the first African-American win for best original screenplay, Jordan Peele from Keel and Peele and Key and Peele from Comedy Central. That's very inspiring and impressive. Did you like the weekend? Oh, yeah, it was great. What wasn't there to like? I mean, we had football. We had college basketball. We had Kobe Bryant winning for his short film. We had the Oscars. It was great. It was really, really entertaining weekend all around. And, and you know, it, it moved you beyond sports. So it kind of put sports and life in perspective. You know, we'll talk about this kid from Central Florida who's got another great story, right? Griffin, Shaquem Griffin. And what he's been through and how he not only persevered but excelled. So, so many stories. I mean, Hollywood is just – can't even write some of these stories. It was so, no, it was no, so amazing this weekend. And then, Ray, before we start with the combine talk, throw on top of it an amazing potential NBA Finals preview Saturday night. Rockets, Celtics, one of the most entertaining games in the regular season that I've seen this season – Almost ever. I just thought the way they were going back and forth, playing defense, great point guard play, Harden, Kyrie, Chris Paul with clutch play. I got to tell you, both those teams are really impressive. So I thought it was definitely a, a great weekend. Let's, let's get into the combine because it finished up today. And I got to give Rich Eisen a lot of credit with Run Rich Run and, and you know, the donations to St. Jude's, helping kids with cancer to pay no, nothing. And he ran, I think, a, a five nine eight. <laughs> he broke six minutes and Deion up and Mike Mayock. But the cornerbacks and the safeties were today, Ray. And I mean, 
Look, the top 10 is, is looking very clear. Probably four quarterbacks, your boy from Notre Dame, um, Quentin Nelson. You've got James Fitzpatrick, uh, Denzel Ward. You throw in maybe uh, Saquon Barkley, number one, Sutton at wide receiver, and, 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 and Bradley Chubb at defensive uh, end, pass rusher. And you've got like a top 10 that's pretty solid. When you think about the times and you talk about Shaquille Griffin, who now could be fourth round, maybe even day two, a third round pick, and I tweeted at him, our Steelers and Cowboys could surely use a fast nickel linebacker array, especially with Ryan Shazier out for us. We had no speed at linebacker to stop the running back. How impressive when you see safeties. Today, the safeties were running 4-3-2, three of them. And then you had from Penn State, who really had a great weekend with Barkley, and this kid... A white safety, white men can jump, Ray. He jumped 41 in the vert, Troy Apke, and ran a 4-3-8, I believe, or a 4-3-6 at, at safety. I mean, what do you feel about the speed that you're seeing out of the secondary? And they set a record for 70 guys. They normally have 56, 58 guys, 70 guys in the combine for the secondary, Ray. This game is becoming all about speed. And Jimmy Johnson, you know, and a few other guys foresaw that 20 years ago. Um, We lamented about the running back position getting dissed for about five years. But it turns out the running back position is back, which is good, because, you know, who better than to help your offense, a guy that can can, (sighs) – hurt the defense in multiple ways, you know, with the ball in his hands, coming out of the backfield, he can block, he can protect the quarterback. So that was number one, a good thing for me, is the quarterback, uh, sorry, running backs became sexy again. And two, the speed. I guess it's just human nature. These guys are just getting bigger and faster and more athletic. So what I hope is that they still work on their football skills, because I'm not sure that these kids are as skilled as they were 15, 20 years ago, but they're certainly better athletes. They're certainly bigger, faster, stronger. And that reflects itself in how you got to coach at every level, high school, Pop Warner, high school, college, pros. And even though the pros guys were laughing for a long time at the spread offenses and all the gimmickry that they do in college, and maybe that doesn't, you know, you don't want to expose your quarterback to too many hits, but there's no doubt that the speed in the NFL is really at, I mean, it, it, at every year it gets higher, but look, even back five years ago, the speed, the speed, the speed, that's the one thing that, well, that really just blew me away. Too, right? That's what you're seeing too, because you're seeing more corners drafted and then you're having the safeties that are hybrids. Because when you look at uh, Fitzpatrick and Derwin James, Florida state and Alabama respectively, these guys can play free safety, strong safety. They can probably cover, um, you know, the slot receiver. You know, they can come in and, and blitz and tackle, you know, sort of like our boy from Michigan last year. So you're seeing such hybrids. And then you're even seeing like Hassan Reddick, remember last year, who broke up the combine pretty nice, just like a Shaquille Griffin, who he, you know, has the potential to be on the field second and third down because you can have him be that linebacker that can cover the James Whites of the world, the Deion Lewis's, and you need those speed linebackers. Remember, my Steelers, Ray, once we lost Shazier, we had no more fast linebackers, 
and it affected us against the Patriots. I, I really believe that. Someone that can go sideline to sideline. And Shaquem uh, Griffin, uh, you can't say enough about that kid, putting on a prosthetic hand, benching 225 20 times, and being heavier than his twin brother, right? And still running the same time, the 438. I mean, Ray, come on. That's insane. That's insane that a linebacker and a corner are running the same speed. I mean, this guy is 6'2", 227, yeah. running a four. I mean, that's like what, what, what somebody 5'10", you know, 180 is running. But remember, Central Florida went undefeated, so he played on a good team and was great on a good team. You know what I mean? So Two years I, in I a think, row, yeah, Scott yeah. Frost, man. Yeah, man, Frost is uh, – <laughs> Going back to Nebraska Scott. with a lot of talent. And also, we got to give love to the big guys. I mean, Davenport, Bradley Chubb, there's some great defensive linemen, some serious speed. I think um, April 26th, 27th, 28th is going to be very entertaining for the NFL draft, Ray. You know, we love it. I mean, we used to – Ray and Tay have been watching the draft together since way, way back before, like, you know, before there was a Mel Kuyper and, and our boy Hank. So – we're all over the draft. We used to write it out in our notebooks. Remember that, Ray? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. We used to do the pre-draft notebook, the post-draft yes. notebook. Oh, yes. yeah. There was a lot of notebook writing in the draft. Oh, man. It, it, you can't help but be happy for these young men changing their lives, fulfilling their dreams. And anybody who's played competitive sports like Ray and Tay did at any level, you know how good you have to be to make it in the NFL or NBA and, and then to be, you know, superior at that. It's just, you can't help but cheer them on because you know that it's like, yo, that kid's no joke. So let's get to speaking of kids, no joke. The madness is about to really begin. And we got a clap for the Michigan Wolverines. As my son said, will truth said, dad, that's the coolest name. The Wolverines? He's like, yeah, I like that. But they won the Big Ten championship. Tell me what you thought about that in the the Garden and Michigan pulling it off, taking out Michigan State and Purdue, right? So I thought it was great for Michigan. A lot of confidence. He's one of those coaches that just just he's he's one of those guys that'll break your heart because uh, you know he'll win a lot of games that he shouldn't win, and then sometimes he'll lose some games that he should win. But good for Michigan. I mean, they, they, they did it great. And it's amazing how New York got steamrolled by the Big Ten. You know, we have three conference tournaments here in New York in a matter of 10 days. It's amazing. The Big East, the ACC, and the Big Ten. That's great. So this, this, is, this is a sports, you know, this is a Right, because the Big town. East will be in MSG this week. And then Brooklyn has got the ACC. I think it's smart for recruiting. And we know that all the alums, so many of them come and move to the big city for work and, and just life, you know? So, yeah, I think 100%. And, and good for Michigan. I don't think – the question is, does this hurt Michigan State? What do you think? Does Michigan State still land a number one seed? Well, let's uh, go over the rankings because Virginia's number one unanimous, 65 votes. Villanova, two. Xavier, back up there, three. Michigan State is four. So – Potentially, after this weekend, we'll see. But maybe, you know, maybe Xavier bounces out. If Duke can win the ACC, they're number five. They might be able to get in there, and Virginia still stays at, you know, as a number one seed. 
Gonzaga six, which you said, Michigan, Ray, right there at seven. So that's pretty impressive. Cincinnati eight, Kansas, we've talked about them. Maybe if they win theirs, they're nine, and then Purdue 10. North Carolina dropped all the way down to 12. You thought Duke would win. I thought the Tar Heels would win. Great game. How impressed were you with Duke second half and the emotions of uh, everybody cheering on Grayson Allen in his last game ever at Duke? What did you think about that, Ray? You know, Grayson Allen won them a title, frankly. They were nowhere to be found four years ago, three and a half, four years ago, playing for the national championship as a freshman Grayson Allen. So he's definitely earned his lore at Duke. He had a couple, you know, sort of up and down seasons, and Luke Kennard took over a couple of years ago as being the, you know, the hot shot. Got drafted. Detroit Pistons. The whole, the whole story. We know that story. But he deserves the credit. And Duke plays like freshmen, though. They're so talented. They're so inconsistent. Good. They're, Don't trust they're them. inconsistent. I mean, a tale of two halves, right? They lay an egg first half against Carolina at home. Their final game. Big game for Duke, right? And yeah. then they come out second half and beat them 49-29. So Did you see Dagley on the quick jump on the offensive rebound? Ooh, oh, right. Marvin. Marvin. He's going to be somebody's uh, – Top three I don't pick. Know who he is. is, is he's, no, he's not Tim Duncan. He's more athletic. It's like Weber. Play, yeah, it's like a thin Weber. That little and Weber to him, Weber. and Wendell Carter Jr. just gets better and better, and I think he'll be a better NBA player. Uh, and then Gary Trent. Would you love to see these guys stay another year, though? <laughs> it would be so yeah. nice. Dude, let's say they win the national championship or go deep in the national Wouldn't you love to see them do like what the Florida kids did in 06 and 07 and come back? And I would love posse, it. Just play two years. I, I wish well, it was like go straight to the pros or you got to stay at least two years. Not one and done, but two years. Well, you know the NBA is probably tinkering with that. Yeah, they're talking about it now. But it won't be perfected, honestly, until, one, the salary goes up from seventy to 100000 for the G League, and every team has to have a minor league team. So once you have 30 minor league G League teams like baseball and hockey do, then the NBA can say, hey, come and learn and develop if you're – want to go straight to the, you know, be a professional and you don't have to go to Europe and miss your family. And then, you know, you can make a hundred thousand and then do that. Or if you go to college, you got to stay two years, at least two. It makes everything better. College better. And then it makes the minor league system better. It makes the NBA better too. That's the way to do it. I think I really do. You're probably right, and, uh, you know, it depends on the legality of it, but other sports get away with it, right? Football has a minimum age. You have to be three years out of high school. Baseball kind of does the hybrid where you can get drafted out of high school or you have to wait three years. So if basketball does two years, hey, there's precedent to do that. Which is crazy because there was a 19-year-old at the combine, right? (laughs) That's crazy. You know, and speaking of Penn State with the Barkley and this uh, Epke kid, Troy Epke, the safety, how about Penn State basketball? They're going to make the tournament this year. They'll probably be anywhere from a 7 to a 9 seed, maybe a 6 seed. But, Ray, they upset Ohio State, you know, to get to the Big Ten semis. And uh, good for Penn State. They're rebuilding both their programs. I I think that's a, a good thing for them, you know. Hey. 
Penn State showed out pretty well, right? Football and basketball this year. You get both teams making some national headlines. Look, Penn State has the facilities. They have the money. They have the alumni. So it's just a matter of time before they kind of give the give the the big the rest of the Big Ten consistently the business. Certainly in football, they're there. They always have been. But in basketball, you know, I'm always waiting. That's one of those teams, kind of like Miami. Uh, in in the, what was then the Big East and now in the ACC, I always want to see them consistently doing well. Miami has the weather. They have the football tradition. Why isn't their basketball program better consistently? Yeah. And same thing with Penn State. You feel like they, they should be able to recruit New York. They should be able to recruit Philly, Pittsburgh. They should be able to where they situated in the sort of like the eastern section of the Big Ten they should be better. They should be consistently better. And I'm waiting. And maybe this is the year that helps propel them. Okay. Well, before we go, who wins the ACC tournament and who wins the Big East tournament? What's your pick? Wow. I got to say Duke wins the ACC. I think Virginia doesn't need it. Virginia's a number one, probably a number one overall seed no matter what happens. Yeah. And they bring that defense. They don't play around, Virginia. And in the Big East, uh, it's a Villanova-Xavier battle. I got to think that both of those teams, you know what, I'll say Villanova's a little better. They have, uh, they have yeah. the experience. They have the, the, the leadership in the backcourt. I'm going to say they're a little bit better by a smidge. Okay. I'll go Villanova and North Carolina. And a surprise pick, SEC. I, I'm going to go with uh, Florida. To upset Kentucky and Auburn. What about Tennessee? Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. I hear you. Shot, but we'll, we'll see, man. This is a great yeah, weekend sports, and remember, we got Selection Sunday coming up. Oh uh, yeah, we'll be back yeah, Friday. We'll be at the semis by Friday, Friday night, getting to the semis and quarters. So we'll talk about it on Friday. It's gonna be fun. We got March Madness, Selection Sunday. So next Monday, a big show. Ray and Tay will be breaking down the brackets for you. Bracketism. we got to get that hashtag going, Ray. Bracketism. Have a great sports week. We're out. We're out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.